Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show Podcast. I'm Michelle Trana, the creator of Divorce Diaries. Before we begin our episode, here's a clip from my recent sold-out show for New Year's Eve in Wheaton, Illinois. He's like, well, what about WhatsApp? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I don't like that app. It's a cheating app. I feel like the app was created by a man. Like, think about it. He was around his buddies, right? Yo, my girl! She, she keeps breaking through my phone because I leave it out. <laughs> and I want to like, you know, talk to my shorty in the DR. She keeps sending me these pics and these videos, yo. But I got a droid and she's on the iPhone taking too long. And then his friend was like, yo, I got an idea. You could talk to your shorty in another country without your girl knowing. You get the videos right away. And it's private. Let's call it what's <laughs> Welcome to Divorce Diary Show Podcast episode unscripted. I'm Michelle Trana. I'm still debating if this is just going to be on the YouTube channel or both on my podcast and on the YouTube. I think both. Um, reshaping how I put out my social media. Uh, actually, I'm kind of lying. I'm just trying to figure it out like everybody else. Um, it's confusing. Just like life after divorce. Hi, guys. Happy New Year. I am so excited to be reporting live from my bedroom with a cup of coffee and some orange juice in the background. I had a wonderful weekend in Chicago. Well, the Burbs. Um, we did a show. Of, I did the divorce diaries out there. Um, so I was on such a high from it because it was sold out. Seemed like it went great. I felt the laughter. I mean, I listened to my tape. Sounded and felt great. I got this message yesterday from a, a female who came to the show. A woman came to the show from my meetup. I use meetups as a marketing strategy marketing tool she wrote a long message about how much she didn't like me now i was thinking of re of reading the message on here and i was like uh, i don't know if my producer would like that i don't know if i should so david shout out to you that i stopped i don't know i want to but i'm gonna hold off because if the, I, i'm upset at what the woman wrote because it was almost like i took it very personal like i take everything he was saying that she doesn't know, like my, even my manager said, he's like, I don't think she knows it's you. It's my picture is on the fucking organizer. Like my picture, this Michelle Trina. Well, regardless, it doesn't matter. She was just went on about how much she didn't think I was funny, but I was adorable, which is great. Thank you. But much of my jokes were sexual. She wanted me to talk more about divorce. I thought it was about divorce because that's what the title is. When I literally get on stage, I talk about being divorced for seven years. Here's the thing. I have gotten that note a few times throughout. In fact, I got the note earlier today from somebody else. We thought it was going to be more about divorce. It is about divorce. My post-divorce journey. It says it on the website. It says it on every single description I put. And then I got feedback about that. Well, you don't write it shorter. My post. Oh, Jesus Christ. No one's ever happy. Nobody's ever happy. But the key is, if I didn't make you laugh hard enough and you had enough energy to be negative about me, then I have to fix it which I will, um, but that doesn't mean I'm not feeling frustrated and angry and upset and emotional and I'm definitely getting my period. So woo, woohoo. 
Um, I also feel like I'm just continually getting to, I, this is a test, right? Last time I came back from Chicago went great. Then I got, my show was pushed off of Long Island because there was not enough tickets sold. Sold? Sold. Now I have a show in Jersey. I'm looking forward to it next Saturday night. And I'm now I'm just thinking like, I just want to be great. And I'm, I, every time I think I'm great, someone comes at me with like, you're fucking not, you're fucking sucky. That's how it felt. That lady's message was so fucking mean. I know I'm not supposed to say that. I'm supposed to take it, have a tough skin and fucking take it like a man in the, you know, whatever. I really, what I really want to say is you thought I was too sexual and you want me to talk about divorce. Okay, lady. If I was on stage roasting her, I'd say, okay, you want me to talk about divorce and be less sexual? What if I combine the two? How about I take, I took my divorce papers and I wiped it my, uh, wiped my ass with them afterwards. Would you like, no, that's not sexual. This is disgusting. But what if I said I banged on top of my lawyer, my divorce attorney's office? Would that make it, would that make it more divorce related? I don't know. You want me to talk about my alimony check and how we went to the strip club afterwards? No, because I don't get alimony. No, I mean, I'm just saying. Three deep breaths. Do they help? Anyway, it hurt. And I'm sharing this because this is the brand of Divorce Diaries. I am an unfiltered single mom finding my way after divorce because I want love and I want career and I want I want it all like everybody else. And the show is about my post-divorce journey. Does that mean I don't include other people in it? No, of course not. Um, I have had people on the podcast. I've had people in the show, but it ideally centralizes around a live one woman show. So I, I've been struggling today and last night with just like not letting this affect me and it totally affects me. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I mean, in the meantime, as a single divorced mom who deals with her daughter's issues and has no other parent on a daily basis to really bounce things off of, you know, I'm dealing with how she handles relationships, especially criticism and feedback about her peer relationships. So it's kind of like my daughter and I are running on these parallel circumstances where I'm telling her to let things go and I can't let things go, right? Like she's taking from what I can see is internalizing things with her friendships and I'm internalizing things with people I don't even know who have negative things to say, or I should say feedback, criticism. And I'm taking it very personal and not just taking in for what it's worth and seeing how I can shift it to take the mental note. No, I'm just in my feelings and being frustrated. And at that point I get stubborn, like my daughter does, and I just start stomping my feet on the ground. I also want to just create from it because I feel like that's even more productive. So I was like writing, I was thinking of a couple sketches to create from this woman's uh, message today. And also just people in general, like I've had bookers and, and, and like managers tell me like, uh, not a manager, uh, what is, what is he called? A PR person say, well, people, you know, I, people don't like divorce, at least a bad taste in their mouth. Hence my joke about the sperm, right? Well, sperm leaves a bad taste in your mouth too. People have said the, the like run of the mill with, with divorce diaries, the title of like doing a show about my divorce. And it's like, you know, there's not enough divorce. There's too much divorce. There's too much talk about pussy. I mean, you know, I can be meaning a cat. You don't know what I'm talking about. Pussy used to be, we used to say pussycat. Remember on the Golden Girls, she'd call her pussycat all the time. Nobody said nothing. All right. I don't know. Now I'm drifting. So uh, my point is I'm in my feelings and I, I am 
trying hard to just swallow and breathe and take it in for what it's worth and not let it affect my day, it affects my day. Who else is out there listening to this where no matter how hard you try, no matter what strategies you use, no much happened. My friend told me to do this mirroring work, which again, I need to get a mirror. Looking at myself right now. It's still not helping, right? Um, and also there's so much time in the day and I can't move my neck because I somehow pulled it where it's just stressed, as stressed out as I am right now. <laughs> um, anyway, they're dating. Now we're going to the dating. We're going to switch from career to dating. Dating. The dating part of divorce is the hardest part because you essentially want to find the real love of your life, right? Like this real big love that was that you thought your ex-husband or your ex-wife were, right? So again, maybe I need to just connect a little more dots there in the story. That's not a problem. I have before. I just it shifts it shifts sometimes. And I feel like New Year's Eve, maybe it shifted too much. I don't know. This one fucking lady's opinion of me is now fucked up because I can't, now I'm asking, did everybody feel that way? And if they did, then I just want to literally go under my covers and not come out. On that note, um, so that's just where I'm at today and where I'm feeling. So uh, how do you take criticism? How do you take feedback? Um, I would love to hear the people that are irrational about it because like, let's make fun of it. I've had people say, I mean, I love that she had a right. I'm adorable. Like at that point, if you're going to insult the whole, if you're going to insult just me and you think saying I'm adorable is going to make up for it, I'd rather you say I'm a busted ass, big foreheaded, big nose, no upper lip, ugly ass bitch who is not funny, then you say, but she's adorable. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to hear some more, I'm going to, I'm really going to bring this up, uh, my January 14th show. Oh, we're going to talk about what do you think the show's about? Maybe we should have one of those reading rainbow moments. Um, Anyway, I am working hard at trying to let go more easily. I think that's what this comes down to is I let things get to me a little too deep. And then people who know me know that. And I feel like that's, that's like my crypt. Is it kryptonite? I think I'm messing that up. Okay. Anywho, speaking of kryptonite, speaking of letting it go, another kryptonite of mine is not opening up my phone when I've had a glass of wine to look at a man that's from my past. Um, and I did that on New Year's Eve. I went on my WhatsApp, which I don't use, but I downloaded it. And I noticed that the guy I was talking to a couple months ago, I think he blocked me on there. Now, now I told you about him multiple times and how I'm really hurt about the fact that the religion was such an issue. And then this is another thing. I was like, no. Um, my director and my producer were like, I, if he really wanted, what were they saying? I'll have to re get their quotes. I think it was, if, if he really, he was using, they were saying that he's using the religion as an out, which confuses me. So, cause I was like, but I thought he really liked me. So if it, so basically, are you saying he never ever wanted to date me? He just was using it as an out. And they're like, yeah, he was just infatuated with the idea. I don't know. I'm fucking lost now. Cause I did really think he liked me. Uh, okay, there's a lot of issues going on here between 
you know, not being liked on stage and not being liked by the guy that you like. This is like, I, I feel like I'm alone in the playground and nobody wants to play dodgeball with me except creepy men who I don't like back. I'm not trying to bust on you guys, but like there's some people that DM me on these on social media that have no boundaries and like are in a fucking appropriate. And I'm not saying if you like my show, you can't message me and say, hey, I like your content. That I don't mind. But there are some people that send me some really effed up stuff, <laughs> which I guess just has to come with the territory. So fine. Um, I don't know. That's how I feel right now. And I, I feel like I'm also throwing myself a pity party. So I need to stop because life is good. Having a house over roof over my head is not bad. Um, all right. So this is where I'm at today. I, I'm feeling like I need to figure out how to process feedback better. What I want to do is just go off into a roast at this woman and just say, well, uh, <clears throat> what would you like to me to talk about divorce? That's not sexual, uh, losing your home and living on the street and having to become a prostitute because you don't have enough money to pay for rent. I could talk about that. Is that too sexual for you? Boo? Let's see. I'm just going off on a tangent. Let's make it. Oh my gosh. If two divorce attorneys walked into a bar and one said, how do you want to pay the bill? And the other said, let's split it 50, 50. <laughs> Is that funny for you? No, it's really bad. That's a really bad corny joke. So there you go. Let me fucking do that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so I'm clearly not taking feedback. Well, I guess that's the point of this. Uh, I'm not taking feedback well, and I still haven't let things go with the, the new guy who now has blocked me on WhatsApp. I don't know if he actually has. I just noticed when I went on the app and I typed his name in, there was no more picture. And I was like, well, that's weird. Why is there no profile picture? I was like, he did not take, he did not delete the app. I think even if you delete the app, your picture's there because mine's always been there. I think he must have blocked me. He's probably, if, if he did block me, He's listening to this podcast, or he did listen to one of the podcast episodes where I'm talking about the situation and probably hates me now. So I was like, should I text him and be like, do you hate me? No, because I don't want him to block me on his phone too. And then I'm really going to feel upset about it. If you are listening to this and you know who I'm talking to, please don't block me. I blocked you on Facebook because a picture you had on your Facebook really hurt my feelings and everybody and their mother told me it shouldn't, but it still hurt. Seeing you with two women on Facebook after I just told you that was gonna hurt me, if I had to see it, hurt really badly. And you don't give a fuck about me and you probably never will, but if you ever in some point of time cared a little bit, you really hurt me by having whoever tagged you in that post it. I'm sorry, I liked you and you fucking used a fucking stupid ass excuse it is stupid, okay? We're all going to the same place when we die, buddy. All right, see how I'm going off on a tangent again? So he's probably stopped listening to me, and also he has now blocked me on his phone. Please don't. Um, this is not an episode about me having Tourette's or schizophrenia. This is me on a Wednesday, January 4th, feeling like overwhelmed. So I hope that you connect to it. I hope that you have similar similarities with not being able to let go, having a little bit of a meltdown at the beginning of the year, having great moments followed by what the hell roller coaster of life. Okay. 
Um, come see me January 14th. Uh, we're going to keep plugging away at this TV series, uh, Being Made, season one. I mean, I will run with this football, which is Divorce Diaries to the end zone, no matter how many people have feedback. I will I will do what I need to do to make it stronger and better for, for, my, for my listeners out there, for my audience out there. Stay tuned for more. Keep living your happily ever divorce after. I'm Michelle Trena, and I'm going to have more coffee.